Fiction Old and New Book Group. And today is Friday, November 3rd, 2023. And we're discussing Small Mercies by Dennis Lahane. And we have our guest host tonight is Ladon. Okay. Hello, everybody. We want to all have a good chat tonight. We're talking about Small Mercies by Dennis Lahane. Den- this story is about Mary Pat Hannessy, who is looking for her daughter, who is missing. And she's determined to find her daughter, even if she has to go up against the mob boss in the area where they live. And it, it started, this book is set against race riots that happened in Boston in 1974. This was amazing to me because I always thought of that. It was over busing, school busing. And I always thought about that as being a Southern thing. Never thought it would be in Kennedy's backyard, but there was a race riot in 1974. And this book is played out against that. Now, Dennis Lahane is a very prolific author, but he mostly writes screenplays for television. But, however, he has written several books that have been made into movies. And his um, one that I remember most is Mystic River by Dennis Lehane, which won an Academy Award. So, a lot of his books, I really think that this book has a really good chance to be making a movie. But the language, it was really street language, right back down to the way it was spoken in 1974. And some of that language is not acceptable today in today's sense. So I don't know. They have a trouble with make movie because of the language. I'm going to give you a small our short list of characters, so the main characters here. And so that can refresh our mind. Mary Pat Fantasy. Fantasy, I keep saying her wrong. She's out looking for her daughter. And if you like strong women, you're going to like this book. Because this is a very determined woman. Jules is her daughter who is missing. That uh, Mary Pat is out to find no matter what. Then there's Augie Williamson. Augie was a young man, and he was found dead on some railroad tracks just at the same night that Jules went missing. And so it's kind of twisted up with her being missing. Then there's uh, Bobby Cohn. Bobby. Oh, I love Bobby. He's a policeman that is trying his best to do a good job. But Bobby is not a perfect person either. And uh, he, he, to me, he was one of the most lovable people in the book, if you could say lovable. And Lila was a black woman that was uh, romantically, became romantically entwined with uh, Bobby. And they had kind of different attitudes of how things should go down. 
And so it's kind of funny that they would be entwined together, but they did become that way. Calliope Williamson was the mother of the young man who was found dead on the railroad tracks. The young, I don't know if I said this, a young black man was found on the railroad tracks dead at the same time as as the daughter went missing. Can't then Marty Marty Butler Marty Butler now uh, he's a big time gangster and head of the mob in the area there and he had his fingers all tight around that neighborhood just as tight as you could imagine. Then there there was Rum Collins. He was a member of the gang. And George. George was a member of the gang. There was also Brian Shea. He was been and he was uh Mary Pat's friend, but he was tied up with uh the gangsters too. And Ken, uh, you know, Ken was interesting. He is Mary Pat's uh, second husband, and he had to leave Mary Pat because of the hate. He said he had to leave her because of the hate. And it was he just couldn't stand all the racism that was going on around her. He loved her, sure enough. But he just couldn't stand being around that racism that was a part of the family and everything. Okay. Now, I want everybody to have a chance to talk tonight and because we all have something to say about this book, perhaps. But I can't see the list, so what I'm going to do is something a little different tonight. I'm going to ask you, when you would like to have something to say, to say your name. And when you're recognized, it'll be your time to talk until you're finished, and then we'll recognize someone else. So, who would like to go first? Just say your name. Uh, Michelle. Michelle, go ahead, please. Okay. Um, so, one thing that I was curious about, and I'd like to hear from other people about, about this, is how comfortable you felt when you were, you were reading this book. Because for me, a lot of the beginning of the book with Mary Pat um, who I agree, I think I think actresses would be fighting with each other to get this role if they make it into a movie because she's a very juicy character. Um, but she's so she's so grief stricken and she's so angry, but she's also has this this tendency towards violence. And I think not because she's a woman. That's not really what made me uncomfortable. I think what made me uncomfortable was that this world was a world that was just completely filled with violence. People, you know, gangsters, but also just regular people too. And um, for me, that makes me uncomfortable as a reader to, to be so immersed into this world of violence. And I don't know if other people feel that way. They may not have affected other people at all. Um, but I would say by the end of the book, we're, we had the scenes where they had the funerals and, and the scene in the bar with the interracial couple, it was sort of a different tone. And, you know, it, I think you, you kind of saw the people more as people 
and a little bit less of the world of violence. So that's something if anybody wanted to comment on, I would be very curious to hear about their views on that. Um, Mary Sue. Oh, go, go oh. ahead. Oh. I didn't hear who was next. I didn't hear Sally, anything. I think. Go okay. ahead, Sally. Go um, ahead. I just want to react to what Michelle said. I felt the same way in the beginning. Um, I thought Mary Pat was probably a good caricature of this neighborhood, but it was just so oppressive and so violent. When you got to the end of the book um, and you found out that Jules had been the one who hit Augie on the back of the head with um, a blunt object and actually killed him and called it a small mercy, I began to wonder, well, the title is Small Mercies, plural. So I began to look for the small mercies in the book, and they came toward the end. Um, Calliope and Kenny, the husband, going out together after the funeral. Um, there were there were things that really gave you hope, but they didn't come toward the end. And Bobby and Carmen, I thought were hopeful, but they were kind of the out, outsiders in the neighborhood. I don't think Mary Pat really had much of a chance, given the family she grew up in, given her economic situation and her first husband. I mean, she it was more like inbred, um, but I, I felt there was hope toward the end. That's all I have for right now. Mary Sue. Go ahead, Mary Sue. Okay, thank you, Michelle. Well, I... I have read a number of books about um, the Irish in certain cities, like uh, in Philadelphia, I think there was an Irish colony and also one in New York City. And they were all, no, it was Chicago, New York too, but Chicago. They were always run by a, I, I don't think it's really the Irish mafia, but more like gangsters. And this neighborhood that Mary Pat lived in was a, a white neighborhood, but they were all poor. They were all in the same condition. And to think that, my goodness, black kids were going to be bused into their neighborhood, I think is a part of the reason that we have racial problems still today. We're still sort of arguing about that. I enjoyed the book, though. Michelle, I, I think that's a really interesting point, what you said, Mary Sue, because, you know, the whole I, I, I was thinking back. To, so I was a teenager in the 1970s, and I was thinking back to if there was any busing. I, I grew up in Long Island, which is outside of New York City, and I don't remember any issues of busing. And it was interesting because it, basically what I really remember is that every neighborhood had its own demographic and mm -hmm. people, just, people just kind of stayed with their own people. Like I lived two towns away from a town that was pretty much black and we never went there and they never came to us and everything, but there was no enforced busing and busing is such an interesting topic because 
you know, I was thinking about it and I, and I thought to myself, was this a good idea or not? And to be honest, I don't really think it's, it's a great idea. I think it's a great idea to have integration. I really do. But I, I don't know. Starting, I don't know if you should be starting with, you know, like junior high school or high school kids with each other. I don't know. I mean, that that's another thing I kind of wondered and, and would love to hear people talk about, you know, what their feelings are about the issue of busing. Was it a good idea? Was it a bad idea? You know, I can speak to that right now if you'd like. Yes, go ahead, Liz. This is Liz. Yeah, I'm glad I could make it. I wasn't sure I would be able to. I um, I was bused into a neighboring district because they had the program support for visually impaired kids, which my my neighborhood district did not. And it was not a. I mean, I I enjoyed my my friends at school, but they were my friends at school. I never got to see them outside of school. Um, so, you know, I didn't live in their neighborhoods. I didn't get to, you know, do, you know, you didn't have the kinds of friendships that, that you hear about in school. And then in my neighborhood, I was kind of the outsider there too, because I didn't go to school with the kids in my neighborhood. Mm. So, I mean, it's not that I was shunned or anything like that, but I just didn't fit with in the same niche that the rest of the kids, you know, I, I didn't go to school with my neighborhood kids. So therefore my, our friendships were all a little different. Um, whether it's a good idea or not, I, I, I kind of, I don't know that it is either because I, again, for that reason, I, I think the kids miss out on some, some good socialization and, uh, you know, it's just not easy being bused across town to go to school when there's a school right in your neighborhood that would be just easier and, you know, <laughs> just more natural for you to go to. Um, but in terms of the, the book, I, I think that that's one of the things I was, I was a junior going into senior year, I think when busing, you know, was starting to really bubble up in the Dearborn area, Dearborn, Michigan. And I went to an all white high school on the west side of town. And, you know, it, I, even at that age, I was really saddened by some of the incredibly racist and racial overtones that 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 my classmates you know oh my mom's gonna put me in a private school because i'm not gonna go to school with no you know racial epitaph mm -hmm. you know yeah. and mm -hmm. it was just it was disheartening um and so you know I, re I remembered a lot of that when i was reading this book just how heated that was and, and how i mean it, it was a feverish kind of thing um in terms of mary pat and uh, man she was scary <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't mess with mama bear oh my god um you know uh it was it was one of those books that you can you know did i like it i'm not gonna say i liked it but it was a compelling read and it was well done so i mean i, I definitely it, it kept my interest but it was it was just a, such a hard thing and such a dark such a dark um you know really dark and sad but yeah i, I yeah. I knew kids about Jewel's age, you know, because I was, again, I was in that junior going to senior year, you know, in 74. I, gradu I graduated in 74, so um, that's dating me a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, I knew kids that that under the right circumstances probably could have been pushed into that, that level of violence and hatred. And so it was, it was. <laughs> for people of a certain age that actually lived through that, it, it was quite a um, quite a uh, nostalgic 
in a not so pleasant way <laughs> trip down memory lane. So, but thanks. It was definitely a compelling read. This is Mary Sue. May I say one more thing? Sure. Uh, I agree with Michelle. Why in the world didn't they start uh, integration with the, the little kids? Because mm -hmm. then they would just learn to be friends. And, but I went to a school for the blind here in Texas. And in my senior year, we were integrated. And we, uh, you know, we lived in dorms. And there were two or three girls or boys in a room. I thought everything went out, went along okay until many years later when I served on the uh, board of trustees for the school and one of my compatriots was there and told me how hard it was to make that change to our school. And these kids were in high school also. So... This is Shelly. Can you hear me? Yes. Go ahead. Yes. yes. All right. Um, well, oh, I don't know how to put this. Um, this book was difficult for me to read. Um, unfortunately, I, I felt the same way as you did, Michelle. I was kind of uncomfortable reading it. Now, you know me. I like thrillers and stuff like that. But this was on a different caliber for me. Yes, it had some thriller material, but it got into a lot of hatred and segregation and like integration um, I just, honestly, I couldn't finish it. Um, I just couldn't connect with it. But from what I did read, Mary Pat was very scary. Um, she, she was, was, she was, she was a mama bear. She was just, you know, I, I thought, you know, towards, I, I got towards the end, but you know, she did get better as time went on. But, um, it, as for integration, I think it, it is very important. I don't think anybody should be separated unless, you know, it's on a behavioral matter. I think, um, you know, disabled, non-disabled, blacks, whites. I don't, you know, I really think we all need to be equally together. Um, you know, I, I, I wasn't, I was born in 71. So I was just coming into the world as all this was going on. So when I went to school, um, you know, there were some people that, you know, I did hang out with who were of different color and I actually had one at my house and I was very good friends with her, but, you know, we didn't have a problem with it. It was, it was different, but you know, she was very cordial, kind, we, you know, we didn't have a problem, but um, as for the book, I just, I'm really sorry, but I just couldn't, I I'd have to give this a two out of a five. This is Alan. Sally, you want to say something first? No, no, you, you go ahead. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Uh, I, I'll just give an overview of my thoughts about the book and then, then I'll talk to him about uh, integration and stuff because I, I grew up in Jackson, Mississippi. So uh, we, we, we were in the heart of all this stuff. Uh, I, the, the, the book, I thought I had a hard time getting into it at the beginning. I, I, I wasn't loving it at the beginning and I've only read one other Dennis Lehane book and that was Shutter Island. And, and I thought it was okay. But uh, I, I, I think it's like LaDon said, I think he's more interested in, in, in writing stuff for the big screen, maybe. But, uh, uh, but you know, that's neither here nor there. But as the book got on more into it, you know, I love strong women. And, and, and Mary Pat, man, I was rooting her up. She was kicking, <laughs> kicking all kind of butt right and left. I mean, and, you know, 
Take it down. Prisoners. I I, I thoroughly (laughs) enjoyed that part of it. And she said, I mean, she made it clear at the beginning, her daughter was her life. And, and, you know, once she found out she was, uh, these these thugs killed her and stuff, uh, Frank, I guess, you know, the one, wasn't that his name? The one that, uh, you know, that was sleeping around and, and, and killed her and stuff. And, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I, I was rooting. I mean, I, I mean, all those people she killed needed killing. So, uh, but, but anyway, uh, uh, now I did get bus in 1970. I was in the seventh grade. So, uh, I, I will say, I, I will say, I would love for people to all get along and stuff. I would, I would love schools to be able to be separate but equal and stuff. The fact of the matter is they're not, and they're never going to be because money rules in this country and, and and in the world, and, and, and people that have tend to look down on those that don't. And, you know, and, and if we can come up with something that's going to fix that, man, I'll be right, right on board with it. I, I'm not sure that forced busing – I mean, I agree. The, the, the schools need to be more equalized in some way. I don't know what the answer is, but usually when when they try to make a legislative answer, they screw it up more. But yeah, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, my seventh grade experience wasn't. I got bused to a black school in the in the second half of the seventh grade, and yeah, you know, I mean it was fine. I mean I had some pe- teachers there that I had had at my previous school, so I mean w- we were all in it together. But uh, you know, I got sent to a private school in the eighth grade because the teachers that that taught me at at the black school I'd have been uh, uh, bused to said, you need to put him in a private school or he's not going to get educated right. So, you know, my parents listened to that. And that's that. But, uh, but I, I, my only comment is, and, and I heard this a lot growing up from people down South. Well, it's kind of interesting that the folks up North thought it was here. Here was 1974 and they were, they were be, being bused in 74 and I was bused in 1970. So uh, it, it never did, mm-hmm. you know, it's talking about doing things equally. It, it never really seemed to the folks down south that the, the folks up north were, were doing. And, and, and we've got race problems everywhere. I mean, mm-hmm. gra- granted, I mean, granted, we have more of them down here, I know, but, you know, because of slavery and everything. But uh, well, can I uh, say something about, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm not. No, um, a friend of mine that I went to college with here moved to St. Louis. He was a black guy. And when I went to St. Louis, I was, I was there for a hot minute and I went up to see him and, and I was shocked at how really segregated St. Louis was even in the, in the middle 80s when I was there. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I said, Ken, how does it feel to live, you know, here where it's clearly there are racial divides and where, where, the, where the blacks live and where the whites live, it's really segregated. And he said, actually, in many ways, it's easier. At least here, I know where I belong. Up north, you just don't. You know, because, you know, right. we're, we're, we're supposed to be above all of that stuff, but, but it's still right, there. Right. It's still there. Right. Uh, like I mean, uh, uh, you know, uh, my opinion is if, if people want to be, you know, if people want to stick with their own kind, uh, you know, and, and segregate themselves, that's fine. It, it would be nice if they all got treated equally by the people mm-hmm. in charge and stuff. And that, that never happens, so. And, and so, and you end up with a big mess with people trying to to, to solve the thing. And, and man, you know, I, I don't know what the answer is, but you know, I, I mean, it's 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 only I think it's natural for for I mean, 
I think it's natural for people to want to to hang around by, by people that, that that are brought up the same way as them, and then they come from the same yeah. background as them. I yeah. mean, but I, it shouldn't you know, it should it shouldn't be legislated to be that way. It should no. be forced no, to be that no, way. That's no, right. I mean, you know, it, it shouldn't be. And, and and then when you come across somebody that's from a different class than you, or a different gender, or a different class, or or race, or whatever. Right. You gotta treat you gotta treat them just like the rest of mankind and be nice right. to them and stuff. I mean, right. I, I, I don't know, it, you know, I, I I wish I had an answer for it, but I think, uh, I think yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't. Um, I think one of the way. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, Michelle. Go ahead. That that was no, Liz. Was, that was that was, was Liz. Liz. I was I was still yelling oh, out about you know one way to. <laughs> I was just gonna say that that what what they need to do as opposed to you know artificially bussing you know black kids to white schools and white kids to black schools why don't we start at the very basic level and equal distribution of of and, resources yeah right they're, they're going to say that's socialism and certain yeah. some no, okay put, i mean seriously i that's that i agree with you that's the answer but yeah. i think fortunately some neighborhoods that are more affluent are going to want you know, more things and they're not going to want to just put their, their money with less affluent neighborhoods. But I agree with yeah. you, Liz. Yeah. Sally, why don't you go ahead? Okay. I, I agree about the money part. Um, I would like to see equal resources for all school districts. But the problem is the school districts that want more, they're going to take, if they're more affluent, they're going to take their kids out and send them to a public school or live, go live in the suburbs. Um, I, the other thing is, I think what made this book so difficult to read was, this was an historical novel, but it wasn't all that far in the past. I graduated from college in 1974. Um, I saw this on TV, and, that, and I could see it that time. So it was hard to read this, knowing you could go into any of these, um, the, the black women, the white women group who went to the um, demonstration, these were real people on TV. The, mm -hmm. This wasn't a fictional character. And I think that's what makes it so hard because, you know, 50 years, when I was younger, 50 years was a long, long time. Now I'm older, 50 years, that's not that long ago. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no. Um, yeah, I I, I, I don't know what the answer is. I would like to see money distributed more equally, but let's face it, um, I, the system's corrupt at, yeah. at least in a lot of large cities. Mm -hmm. Right. And Absolutely. you know, it's money's going to go where money wants to go. Yeah, that, that all started with redlining back in the forties. Mm -hmm. You know. So I, I was going to just share something that happened to me a number of years ago, and I thought about it when I was reading the book. So I don't know if anybody will relate to this experience. So one of the things that made me very uncomfortable about this book was just being in a world where violence was was part of the everyday culture, the everyday life. Um, for, fortunately, I, I did not grow up in that type of world, and I think that type of world makes me uncomfortable. So... Probably about 10 years ago, um, I uh, so I became diagnosed with a, a retina condition when I was probably about 15 years ago. 
And in the beginning, there wasn't really much difference with my eyes. Now my eyes are very different, but in the beginning there really wasn't. And I was still taking the subway at that time. And one day I had to go from Manhattan to Brooklyn for an appointment. It was in the morning. It wasn't during rush hour, but it was, you know, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. It was early in the day. And I had to change trains. So I took, I was walking down a, a staircase to change trains. I was holding on to the railing. And I could see coming up the staircase was this young girl, probably like 15, 16 years old. And she was coming up the same way that I was coming down. And I thought, stupid me, that she was going to go around me. But she didn't. She came right in my face. And, oh. I, and, I, and, I said, and I said to her, you know, I'm sorry, but I really need to hold on to the railing. Now, at the time, I was not using a cane. Um, you know, people would tell me that if they sat with me, close up, they could see that my eyes didn't track properly. And there was something going on with my eyes, but at a distance, people didn't know. So yeah. she went, she went around me, but what she did was, and she was, I was like 55 at the time. So what she did was she took her shoulder and she slammed okay. it mm -hmm. into my shoulder. Now oh. she, she was a little thing. I was not, a, I was bigger than her and, you know, she really didn't hurt me, but I knew in that moment that this, there was one or two things going on with this girl. I knew either she was out of her mind or she had grown up in a world where violence, where it was normal for a 15-year-old to try to hurt a 55-year-old woman for no reason. Mm -hmm. That's right. So place. I, I held on to the staircase. I kept going down the staircase. I did not turn around. I did not say anything to her. I just acted like this was a normal part of my life, which of course it wasn't. And <laughs> mm -hmm. when I, but I was afraid as I was going down the staircase that she was going to push me. That's what I was really afraid of mm -hmm. that she would I mean, push me, but she didn't. And I don't know what she did because I never turned around. But I think when I read this book that those were the kind of, I haven't had too many of those experiences, but when I used to take the subway, Sometimes I had experiences like that um, so. because you, you, come in, you come in contact with people that their, their world is like that. And I had, I mean, I've worked with people over the years that I know that that's what their life was, but they were at work and it was a different kind of a situation. So I think that's what made me, you know, besides the, the whole interesting issue of busing, which is a really interesting issue, just the whole idea is, you know, what is this world like? What is it like to be in a world where your natural inclination is to do violence? I mean, this woman was going after men, you know, with whatever weapons she had or whatever. That's a very different way for me to think of. You know, I can't imagine doing that. Um, and I, 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 I just, I don't know, I found that kind of puzzling, I guess, and confusing. But I think for some people, this might be their, their way of life, actually. Michelle, Shelly, um, really quickly as to what we're discussing here, I I think violence goes back to the beginning. Um, you know, you see it now. I don't know if you've heard. I mean, look at all the stuff that's going on in Israel and these shootings. I just, you know, there's something. It's got to be a way of life, like you said, for these people. Why else would they do it? You know, I know a lot of people claim mental illness and that might be the case, but I just, you know, to me, there's something that that they're dealing with or they, they're 
they know that life very well and that's why they do it. It's just, I, I will never understand it, but I really think it goes back before any of us were here. This is Mary Hi, Sue again. Joni, I didn't have Oh, Joni, Joni's got to go and so does LaDon, yeah. Um, Joni, go. Okay. I read this book some time ago and I was upset with the extreme violence and the, the language, every other word mm -hmm. was, you know, and I don't usually mind it, but in this book, it was like too much. Um, I liked Mary Pat, and I hated her. Um, she was strong, but she was mean. And um, it's a long time ago that I read this. So um, I I thought it was interesting. I think everybody, I think people should be integrated. After all, um, you know, it's, you know, as blind people, half the time we don't know whether what a person is. Are they black? Are they white? Are they Indian? Are they, you know, unless they have a specific accent. And uh, and being Jewish, I'm part of another a, a minority within a minority. So um, I think everybody should be accepted for what they are and who they are. And mm -hmm. I guess Trini, I, this is Sally. I think you bring up a really good point, and it just made me think of something. We're all blind. We're vulnerable every time we walk out in public. Mm -hmm. Sure. So maybe maybe that's why this book was so difficult for us. And whenever we take somebody's arm, we have put our trust in them. Yes. yes. And so it's not easy when you're standing on a street corner. And somebody wants to help you, and you're thinking, in what way do you want to help me? It's yeah. it's frightening. It, it is. I'll tell you something really quickly. I, I'm I'm nervous every time I'm total, and I'm I'm nervous every time I go out. Even when I take paratransit, you don't know how those drivers are. You don't know. I've had mean drivers before. You don't know how these people are going to be. You you think they work with the disabled people. They've left without me. I mean, they've actually left without me. They give you five minutes to get out. You're disabled. How That rule needs to change. And I just don't understand why the NFTA doesn't change that. You know, people are in wheelchairs. And these drivers don't care. It's, it's really frustrating. So I think this book, you're right, Joni, because this really does, you know, bring things up that really have hit home. Do you think it might be a power thing? I'm talking about the paratransit now. I agree. Yes. Yeah. It, because oh, yeah. Of when I mean, so I they get people school. off the street. They hire these people. These people don't have, you don't know if they're educated. They're bus drivers. You, you can't, I don't know. I don't want to get started on this, but I just, yeah, it's. 
<laughs> I, I think it is a power thing. And just like when I was a little kid when and at the school for the blind, our house parents were mean when they absolutely did not mean need to be mean. They they ruled us with terror in a way. Mm. And uh, so and and I began to think about that later. And I think they were paid not very well. And here we were, these blind kids that they really didn't know anything about. And they were supposed to, uh, they were in charge. And so they were going to be. Yeah. It's a tough situation. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of Mary Pat's last meeting with Calliope? Oh, it was at the funeral? After yes. the funeral, she visited. You know, after the funeral, she went to the home for the reception. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, and she got a pretty rough uh, thing. And I thought I that thought, Mary Pat's... I thought the husband added, was going to kill her. Yeah. I yeah. thought the husband yeah. was going to kill her. He had a hold of her mm -hmm. arm. Yeah. 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 He wanted to, and he, he would have if his wife hadn't stopped him. <laughs> he said, you know, if I kill you, I can, I'd be in prison for the rest of my life, but I'd live like a king. Uh, and she, then then mm. Calliope walked her down to the end of the street and gave her hell down yeah. at the end of the street. All right, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And said, I, I, yeah, I would have let him kill you, except I wanted my uh, my daughters to have a father. Yeah, so, I mean, it gives, it, yeah. Yeah, I think I, th I think uh, uh, South Boston got got a got a good look at what the other side was really dealing with, and, uh, yeah. I, I, and, and you know, I mean, she made the comment. She, I, I, I don't know, you know, I mean, you're dealing with a with a bunch of uh, lower class, uneducated people. I don't care what color they are, you know. That Mary Mary Pat was, you know, right in that mix and stuff, and it's just, uh, you know, that that that's what you end up with, you know, and, and you think. You think, even though you may realize what what your lot in life is, there's another group that you think's lower down than you that you can lord it over and stuff. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and I don't understand. That's I, I know what the answer is. Everybody needs to be raised where they like themselves and they have good <laughs> self esteem, and we all have equal economic stuff, and then we wouldn't have to deal with all this crap. But and you know, self determination. Do you know what country we should move to? <laughs> Yeah, that's never going to happen because yeah, the world's not yeah. like that. Yeah. Don't we wish but, uh, that it was so? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah you know, really Calliope's attitude changed a little bit, though, when she found out Mary Pat killed the person that killed her son. Right, right, yeah. And, yeah. and I thought Mary Pat's uh, attitude changed throughout the book. And I thought in the end, before she died, she realized that she was partly to blame to her daughter's being killed. And that oh, yeah. the neighborhood they yes. grew up were all giving them shit all their lives, yeah. and right. they were just feeding it to them. And that's what right. the whole right. bunch of them was to blame. Yep, yep. Her, I mean, her character definitely. I mean, she wasn't taking any names and stuff, but her character did progress, you know, to, to, uh, through the end. And I, and I agree mm -hmm. completely. I mean, she, she. I think she realized her part in the whole mess, and and uh, mm -hmm. but uh, uh, but. Uh, it was, it was no easy answers. No, no, right. no there aren't easy answers. The, yeah. the language was street level language, right here. Of uh, I thought, I thought the narrator did a real good job of conveying what, oh, yeah. what that was. Yeah, I, even, I told, 
Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I, I told somebody I was talking to, I hadn't heard so many F-bomb drop since I watched Beverly Hills Cop uh, uncut oh, back, back in the 1984. <laughs> yeah. yeah. N-words, too. N-words were... Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. like that either. Yeah. 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 When I wrote the, my review for that, I included that warning. And it wasn't for everybody who might not use strong language, so... Right. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Strong, hateful language. You know, I like Bobby. Uh, did uh, anybody uh, like Bobby? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bobby was great. I did. Yeah. yeah. And Carmen, his girlfriend. Yeah, I liked her Carmen. too. Yeah. 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 I, I thought he was doing a job that was impossible to do. He was trying to, he was trying to get the people that killed him. But, he, you know, good. Policemen, my God, they're caught. In a hard rock between a rock and a hard place. Uh, no, he no, knew no. who did shit, but he couldn't. Uh, he couldn't prove it. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then at the last, when he said, uh, "You're going after the king. You got to get the king," and, and she didn't get the king. Right. So I have a question. Him. I have a question mm -hmm. I need to ask all of you. I want to see your opinion. Um, so I noticed with this book, it seemed like. It was an eye for an eye. I don't know if you noticed that. Like mm -hmm. Mary, Mary Pat wanted to. Yeah, I noticed that a lot. And the question I have this this when I read this book, it kind of hit home to me because we have a friend who um, whose son was murdered for no reason. He was beaten mm. to death. Um, he was at a friend's house. Uh, this girl invited him over. They were not dating. They were friends. And this girl is real nasty we did not know it at the time but she she did something she should not have done she was trying to get her boyfriend back and our friend's oh. son was there and the boyfriend mm -hmm. came over and beat the crap out of him now i'm only bringing this up because this book brought the memory back of that to me and like her so they're very they're a christian family and my sister's friend like the wife she she wanted to do an eye for an eye she would have she would have killed him but her husband is like no you know we're not we're going to try to you know forgive and and you know not kill and and you know the the man is in jail now who did kill him but the judge now that my friend wrote letters to the judge the judge is giving him 5 years off he got 25 years they're letting him go after 20 now he beat mm. somebody to death i i just so i wanted to see what you all thought do you think do you think you would be if, like if you were in Mary Pat's or my friend's situation, would you be an eye for an eye or would you not forget, but would you be able to forgive the person who killed your son? I, I honestly, I'm, I'm torn because I, I don't think I could ever kill anybody. So I think I'm on the, the side of, of where I would be trying to my best to forgive. Um, You know, I, I don't know if I could ever kill anybody for what the, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I would hope not, but I just wanted to see what you all thought of that. Mary Pat was much more familiar with how things going on than where she was. She figured stuff out that she could do. I'd yeah. never be able to do that, and never would I be able to forgive someone. I know right. it's a really tough thing. That's why I wanted to see what y'all yeah. thought because it's really a tough situation. Hey, I, this is Michelle. I think an yeah. eye for an eye is is a pretty hard road to go down, but I can see in certain situations. You know, like I, I always think about that because I think, you know, let's say you're a, a juror in a case mm -hmm. and, you know, somebody kills someone's young child and then the oh, father yeah. kills that person. That's a very, very sympathetic situation. You can really understand mm -hmm. how the parent could do that. Yeah. And you know, would I vote to convict that person 
to not, you know, not be guilty. And I have to say in my heart, I don't really believe in um, revenge or, or, or retribution in that way. No. So I even though somebody did something horrible, um, uh, unimaginable, killing a young child like that, if the parents went after the killer, I think I would find them guilty. But if I was the person whose child had been killed, was. <laughs> I, I, I think that yeah. I could ever forgive the person. Some people can do that. Some people have that capacity that they can, they, they believe enough in their religion and their faith that they believe that that's the right thing to do. And See, my I, friends can't right now. They're not there. Yeah. It's been, no. it's been seven years. They're, it, they're not hard, there. And it's, it's, it's very, very hard, hard, hard thing to do. I, I think it's really hard thing to do. I do. But, but do I think that an eye for an eye is, is a good solution? No, because I think it creates, Absolutely not. I think it, anarchy, More everybody hatred. to their own hands. Oh. And, well, like, every, you know, and, think, and that's a situation also. So it, it's a, it's a good question. Yeah, I think also people have very different definitions of forgiveness and the old forgive and forget. Oh, absolutely not. No, forgiving for me often means that, you know, I'm not going to spend the rest of my life being angry at you because it takes yes. too much away from my yeah. life. Right. So right. in that in that respect, I can forgive only so that I can move on. Do I want justice for you? Absolutely. Am I going to be there at every probation hearing or, you know, everything to, to try to see that you you do the time? Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I haven't that I'm I'm not going to let that anger consume me. Liz, so, that's how I you know, feel. I, I yeah. can never forget, though. I would never. No, you're not supposed to. to. That's oh, dangerous. Like that. Forgiving that, and yeah. forgetting is dangerous because you continue right. to put yourself back in a person's path. And it's like, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's see, my I, sister my, my sister is the other way. She's like, if you if they do something, you you do it back. I'm like, no, you cannot. No. Even, though, it's, even though you want to. It's, you no, are you don't the think same like level that. than they are. Yeah. Right. An eye for an eye thing doesn't work out very good. You kill my daughter, I kill yours. That yeah. doesn't right. work out We're too both murderers. Where are you? Exactly. <laughs> That's true. All right, guys. Thank you. Because this has been, but since I read this book, it's kind of been on my mind. And I guess that's why I had a harder time with this one. I think that the reason people talk about forgiving in instance like this is I think Michelle, I don't know all of you yet, but I think Michelle said, something like this. Forgiving is good for the forgiver because you can't go through life being just just filled with anger. You don't have to tell them I forgive you, yeah. but you have to forgive them in your brain so that you can go on and live a fruitful kind, kind of life. Right. Yeah, that, right. that was that was Liz's wisdom. So I was going to say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, okay, Liz, that was good. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a pastor who said that the Greek root of the word forgive goes back to the verb release because it releases you from all the anger that um, all you guys are talking about. Because unless you can be released from that, you are stuck. Right. Yeah. You can't move on. Yeah. It's something I learned real. I mean, I, I, I spent 16 years of my professional career dealing with rape survivors. And that was such an important part of their healing is to be able to release themselves from that so that they could move mm -hmm. on to 
Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they had. Oh, it's a forgiveness. Doesn't mean oh, okay, you know, you made a mistake. It's, okay. it's all right. Well, no, that's not forgiveness. That's you know, that's not. Yeah, you're not no. giving them a pass. You're not saying okay, I forgive you all. now. You're you're good to go. Not no, it's not it's, it's, right. It's letting yourself. It's giving yourself permission to not dwell in the anger and not mm-hmm. to let that consume you. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for hearing me out on this. I just it, it, it it's like y'all said you you don't want to forget what happened, but. Hatred will eat you alive. I, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. It, it, even if you've got a reason to hate somebody, you need to find a way to, to get it out of your system. So it yeah. will eat yes. you alive. Yeah, so, I've uh, seen some yeah. beautiful people just go, yeah. Yeah. just lose their selves in hatred. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that a lot in the book, can't... too. A lot of hatred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you can't forgive anybody, uh, the thing to put it in a box and put it aside if you can. Yeah, yeah. F- f- find a way to deal with it because yeah, you, exactly. don't, you don't. Yeah, and then think about yourself. Have you done things, maybe inadvertently, that someone needs to that you should be forgiven for, or that you wish you could take back? I know I have. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Has, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just human nature. Mm-hmm. I remember I, I I told Sally I didn't like uh, uh, the, the Manderley book when we first read it that time. I still feel bad about it. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> it's okay. This book comes ah, up, Alex. Sally, forgiven you for that? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I I, I I I probably don't deserve it, but whatever. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Sorry, I thought we needed to lighten the moment a bit. No, so, uh, you're uh, you're Helen, Helen, if I had the resources, I'd get you a one-way ticket to Cornwall so you could walk down the road to Manderley. Uh, yeah, I've, I've got to get to Cornwall at some point. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but you know, the thing is, a good book brings up a good discussion. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this may have been a difficult yeah. book, but it brought up a lot of things, and I, I think that's that's mm-hmm. valuable. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. It, it, it was a good choice, Lizon. Thank you for yeah. being yeah. here. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew came on the line. Yeah. Yeah. He's already he's already left again. Yeah. He he pokes he pokes in and out second and leaves. Yeah. He's he's in and out guy. Right. Yeah. 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 But this book was very thought provoking. It really you know difficult at moments. That's but it definitely made you think about a lot of issues. That's that's great, actually. So thank you, thank you for picking it. We we you know it was a very good choice. So I'm going to just tell everybody our next book. Oh, um, Wait a second. Oh. Okay. So the next time we're meeting is Friday, December first. So it's the very first day of the month. It's it's the first Friday and also the very first day of the month. So it's probably going to come up very quickly. Um, so, um, I know at least Alan, right. You're, you're a big Catherine center fan. I'm, I'm a big Catherine center fan. I yes. love Catherine center. Yes. I, I, so we've read three of her books so far in this group, and this will be the fourth one. Um, this one is called happiness for beginners. So I'm sort of curious who's the beginner. I'll kind of want to see what happens. Um, it is, a uh, the author is Catherine with a K. Enter. No, it's it's a it's a DBC number. So it was produced by um, might be the Texas Library. I have to check that. Um, 
and it's DBC 11939. So I'll say it again, DBC 11939. And it is nine hours, 49 minutes. So it's just under 10 hours. And we, we've had really nice discussions about her other books. So um, I, I like to do one of her books a year. So that's my plan. So we, till we awesome. get to- I'm excited. Yeah. And Michelle, so do you know if this is a movie? Yes. Thank you so much for saying that, Sally. It, yes, it is but a movie. I just, uh, it's on I just noticed on Ciro in the DVS yes. um, section. This came up, yes. and I thought, oh, that's the book we're doing. It, yeah. it, 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 um, it is a movie that is available on Netflix. So, um, if you, you know, if you're, I, I actually do have Netflix. So, when I finish the book, I'm probably going to try to watch the movie and see, you know, which probably is better. Almost, almost mm -hmm. always the book, but you never know. I guess yeah. it's a movie. Um, so, the, anyway, yes, it is a movie. Um, so, it's called Happiness for Beginners. DBC 11939 Catherine Center. And um, I don't want to put you, well, Alan, I know you, Alan and Liz, if you guys want to mention the books, and Joni also, if you want to mention your, your meeting as well for upcoming groups. Oh, go ahead, Liz. My, I, okay. I, I'm, I'm brain dead. I can't think of the name of my book, but go ahead. <laughs> I know. Okay. You know so the mystery, <laughs> mystery book um, we're going to be reading is Swamp Sweets by um, um, De Leon. What's her first name? Jana. Um, Jana. Jana. Jana De Leon. Yeah, and we're meeting this Sunday after Thanksgiving. Okay. So, Shelly, what's my book? Oh, what was yeah, that? You're watching? Here. Aren't you doing They're Watching, Ellen? Yeah, I'm reading it right now. It's by Greg Hurwitz. Yep. Oh, They're Watching. That's right. By Greg Hurwitz. Is it any good, Shelly? I hope. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's getting better. I, at first, I wasn't sure. Oh, that's, that reading. sounds like a one out of five on the Shelly uh, system. I don't oh, know. Well, we'll so. No, I'm only about three, four hours into it, so I'll let you know when I see it. All right. All right. <laughs> well, I Don't gave it five stars. Like, I can't remember anything about it, though. What, what was that, Joni? I, I was going to say, Joni, if you want to tell Can us. We have a book for, her, for my book or which book? Uh, I don't know. No, they're watching. Is your book, Alan? Yeah, yeah, that, that's for uh, Worlds of Books on the third Tuesday <laughs> of the month. So, 21st, uh, okay. 21st Joni. 21st of the month. Shelly's got all the answers tonight. I've got nothing. <laughs> Sorry. I'm reading it now. <laughs> quit, ap quit apologizing. I'm glad. Okay. Let's see. Joni, your group is meeting on the 12th, right? Banquet of Books, uh, a week from yeah. Sunday. Hang on, right. Joni. I'll, I'll tell you what the number is for there watching. Give me a second. Let me look, no, I think look I have up. that. But, oh, uh, okay. The number for that, that other book that was hard to pronounce or hear or something uh, you mean the mystery the mystery swamp, book swamp sweets that swamp sweets. Yeah, that. i don't have i don't have the number right off the top of my head for that well, hang on, i haven't read it yet hang on let me see if i can, I can get it hang uh, on if y'all don't, if don't mind listening to my computer a second i'll get it go ahead yeah go ahead i don't i'm, I'm not even on record right now and say i know i won't like it because it's one of those misfortune uh, yes, misery. It is. it's a misfortune misery oh, i just yeah. think they're, they're just i can't i'm, I'm sorry read, though i just find them I difficult just like to, to read. put a plug in oh do you oh, okay. 
Like oh, I read that, Sally. It's terrific. I, I like did, too. I, it's for like um, novel ideas. ideas. I, I read it in one day last weekend. I just started and couldn't stop. Oh, it was oh, wow. so good. Yeah, really good. Good recommendation. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's novel ideas, right? Yeah. yeah, that's in two weeks, the 17th. All right, hang on. Let's see. 105832. Yeah, that's Mary, it. Mary, Sue, you should like the misfortune. It's kind of Swamp it's supposed sweet. to be funny. 105832. You got it, Joni? Yeah, I recorded it. Hopefully, hopefully okay. it works. Okay. Um, Call me back. Novel if you have ideas. Oh, I will. Thanks, Alan. Okay. Novel ideas. The book is Under uh, the Bayou Moon. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm reading that. I just now. I'm reading Wager. Yeah. Wager, Wager is good. Yeah. It is good. That's that's I, the history. Well, thanks that's everybody. The, that's the history book. Yeah. So. Yes, the history, the history book meet the history book group meets on uh, this coming Tuesday at, at eight p.m. at eight p.m. Eastern. So, and we're discussing yeah. the wager. So, yeah. Well, thank you. Have to read fast. You have to read fast. <laughs> well, the way pretty short. It's a short. It's, it, there's a lot going on, but it's a short book. So, okay, right. good deal. Right. All right. Good discussion tonight. Good discussion. Okay. Yes. Yeah, very serious, but very, very good. good. Yes. It was, yes. It's so much fun to hear all of y'all. I'm, I'm kind of stuck at home and it just feels so good to be able to talk about one of my very favorite uh, subjects, which is books. Yeah. Uh, you, you come to all of our really world meetings. Uh, we've got yeah. a lot of good people that come to it. It really things, breaks so. up the isolation yeah. that, that mm -hmm. some people can feel, you know? Yeah, it, really, it feels it really like does. when you've been on one of these groups, you feel like you've been out in a book group meeting, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're not alone. And the people, right. that come to our, exactly. the people that come to our groups don't kill anybody either or, or, or treat <laughs> people <laughs> racially uh, incorrectly right. and stuff. So, That's yeah. Better. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Mary Sue, it's okay to come if you haven't read the book because you're yeah. still going to find something to talk about. And you'll talk find about. That, oh, maybe sure. I do want to go back and read that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And you're welcome to come yeah. in, come to banquet. I think you've been to banquet a few times. Yes, I, I am coming to banquet because I know that you will have read a thriller that I'm going to want to read. <laughs> yep. Oh, ho, ho. Mary Sue, we love having you. Please come back. We we really enjoy yes. your company. Thank you yes. so much. Thank yes. you so much. I've yes. already read my book for banquet. Where in there. Texas are you, Mary Sue? Yeah, I'm in Texas. I'm near Houston. I live in a little town. Oh, okay. You're in Southern Part, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, we got a lot of crime over here. Uh, yeah. we do too. <laughs> I think everybody's yeah. got it. Everybody's got yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Good. Good choice, Ladon. Good discussion. Good choice. Take yes. Care. Thank you, Ladon. Take care. Yep. I'm Bye -bye. glad Thank everybody you. enjoyed Take it. Care, everybody. Right. Please got something Thanks, out of it. Ladon. Yes. Yes. Very nice. All right. We'll see you guys next weekend. Have a good one. Okay, guys. Okay. All right. Bye bye.